So after, over the last 20 years, as we've heard this morning, some of the more recent stories, but there are many stories about how God has broken through in people's lives to bring new life. But we don't want to be, only be satisfied with those stories. We want more breakthrough stories, don't we? We want breakthrough stories every day because every day is a new day and a new opportunity for God to do something new. When God birthed this church 20 years ago, he said he was doing a new thing. He said, the old is gone, the new has come, and it did. Over 20 years, we've seen many people become new creations, their old life gone, and in its place, a new forever life. We've seen many groups formed over these years to support children and youth and young adults and families, as well as groups to encourage people in their journey with Christ. We've seen the least, the lost, and the lonely loved and encouraged. We've seen people venture out into new fields of ministry that took the heart of North Lakes beyond the Newcastle city limits. We've seen miracles as people have prayed big prayers to a big God. We've shared countless meals together. We're going to get to share another one today. Enjoying good food and good fellowship. We moved location because the place where we gathered, you saw it on the, on the video this morning, was too small. We've established a house of prayer, which also accommodates healing rooms. We've shared the joy of new love, which became marriage, of new babies born, many in answer to heartfelt prayers. We've rejoiced and celebrated as God has healed people and restored them by his power. We've shared the pain of loss as we've had to say goodbye to some of our much-loved family members as they parted from this world to spend eternity with God. And I could go on. But today, while God wants us to be thankful and remember how he has worked in the past, he is calling us to forget all that. It's nothing, he says, compared to what I'm going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? You see, God is a God of new to be reminded of this, we only have to go out in the early hours of the morning when it's pitch black and see the darkness dissipate as the light breaks through to a new day. We had nothing to do with making the sun rise and the stars disappear from our sight. We had no control over making the day. It was all God's doing. God made a new day physically. And he is able to give us a new day spiritually where he smashes through the darkness with the light of his presence and brings a new day. Think about that. Light piercing darkness so that we can enjoy a new day. And that is what God wants for us here at North Lakes. He wants to break through areas of darkness in our own lives. He wants to break through areas of darkness in our families, in our church, with the light of his presence and bring a new day for every one of us and for our church. 
Now, this doesn't mean that we have to fully abandon everything that we've been doing, but what it means is allowing God to break old mindsets with new thinking. Break old mindsets with new thinking so that we do things in a new way. If we do what we've always done, we'll get what we've always got. And a hundred souls or more saved is good, but what about the thousands that are still lost? Can we be satisfied to sit back and say, we've done this and let them go by? It's a new day to seek God to break through their darkness with the light of his presence and bring a new day for their lives. Given who we are, our unique um, identity in this time and place, in this city, what is God inviting us to do? God is challenging us to seek his revelation about the new ways we are to embrace. And what is the reality of God's kingdom breaking through on earth here and now? As his kingdom breaks through, a new day dawns. So what does this new day look like for Northeast in 2020? So I want to look at a couple of areas. The first one is prayer. Jesus said, It is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. We've been talking this morning about family and this is a home. This is a place where we gather together where God meets. And he says that this home should be called a house of prayer. Which means that if we are not a praying church, then we are not the house of God. We want to be a place where God dwells on earth. We want to see the Holy Spirit move among us and empower us to do the works of Jesus. We want to encounter the glory of God in this place, don't we? Do we? We want to see the kingdom of darkness pushed back and the kingdom of God established. We want to know Jesus more and more and for others to come to know him. And because of this, we must be a praying church. Now, being a house of prayer does not mean that's the only thing we do, but it does mean that prayer must be primary, central, and foundational to everything that we do. Now, that's not a new focus for us. In the past, we've taken steps to be a praying church. We've had prayer gatherings, um, Mondays and Thursdays and Sunday mornings before church where people have come. In the past, we've had days of prayer. We've had nights of prayer. We've had weeks of prayer in the past. But what is God saying now? I think this is a new day and God is calling for us to intentionally gather to pray across this city every day of the week. We need prayer undergirding everything. Now, it says in God's word that where two or three are gathered, he is there. So I believe that a prayer gathering can be as small as two or as big as 200 as today at our church gathering. So what I'm saying, and I believe that God is calling us to do as a new day for 2020, is that we become willing and committed to become a part of a prayer gathering, whether it be a couple, a family, it could be some friends getting together or it could be a part of some of the prayer gatherings we already have and when we gather on Sunday. So today I'm saying it's an opportunity for you. In the foyer at the information desk there is a registration sheet. So why don't you as a couple 
register to pray. Say, I'm gonna, we're going to pray on Tuesday afternoons. Or we're going to pray on Thursday nights. What about families at the end of a meal saying every Thursday or every Wednesday or every Saturday after lunch or after dinner, we're, as a family, we're going to pray. It's making a commitment. It's not t- needing to even go outside of your home and have to travel somewhere to pray. It's saying, we will be praying, we will be a praying church. So couples, friends getting together say, let's meet for coffee every week and pray. It's an opportunity. So I'm encouraging you for this new day, will you register and say, we will be a prayer gathering in this church and across this, this church every day of the week. Hopefully many times on every day, we have people praying. And what we will do is get you to give your email address. And then on a Monday, every week, the people who are gathering, we will email you the needs of the church that we pray for on Sunday and any others that come to our attention so that you have the needs ready to pray throughout the week. Let's respond to the call of God to be a house of prayer. Praying couples, praying friends, praying families, a praying church. Are you with me in that? Do you believe that's what God's calling us to do? If we don't, what else, what hope do we have of seeing him come, seeing his kingdom come to earth as it is in heaven? Another area is life groups. We've done life together in groups for 20 years, but we want a new day for life groups. A day when we are so excited by the life we get to share together in Christ that we cannot help but invite our friends. That's how the church grows. When, when we see people that we love and we, don't want, we want them to spend forever, for eternity with Christ as well, so we invite them to our place so that they can share in, in a loving, connected group. And we want these groups to be providing that. We want these groups to be a Groups that care for one another, that show love, that people feel connected. You know, one of the biggest reasons that people leave our church and any church is that they don't feel connected. And the bigger the church grows, the harder it is to feel connected just in a big gathering like this. It's very difficult because people just all come and then all go. And you don't have that sense of real connection deep within The way that happens is by connecting with people in a small group and you can love and care for one another. And that's what we need to see. I believe that's the new day that God is calling us to here in North Lakes. What about leadership? We've had many people involved in leadership during the past 20 years, but it's a new day. And in 2020, we are looking for people to put on a new mantle of leadership. Or find a new way of outworking their current leadership responsibility so that more people find life in Christ. Currently, we have a lot of leadership in our church. We have people, leaders serving on the senior leadership team, on the youth leadership team, um, part of our teaching team that, that speaks each Sunday, on the ministry leadership team, which brings all of those different ministries together. Our worship team, pastoral care leadership team, kids church leadership team. And we have leaders for new people, for street safe, for alpha, for life groups, for young adults, women's, men's groups, the host team, aged care ministries, prayer, mission teams, emergency services, and the list goes on. People are serving and that's exciting. And God wants us to keep serving and to keep raising leaders to serve. 
Many people have been leaders in our senior leadership team over the years and have con uh, contributed significantly, significantly to the growth of church. Currently on the team, we have six people who have been on the team for 20 years. And they are uh, Kylie and Cameron Smith, uh, Tina and David Price, and Ian and me. <clears throat> Last year when Ian was sick, Andrew Beach came onto the team and uh, he's now continuing on the team. However, with Jess and Luke and Adam and Mel leaving the team for other ministry, I believe it's time for a new day. Seven is not enough to lead this at, for that particular ministry of the church. And I believe God is saying to raise up a younger generation because, well, we're getting on, okay? <laughs> I won't say how old because I'm hoping I look much younger than I, how I, old I really am. And so, but he still has said, Pam, raise up a young generation in leadership. And they need to be represented to a greater degree on this team for this new day. So in 2020, Jack and Rihanna Bingham are joining the team. At the moment, Lauren Beach is enjoying a new day with their baby son, George. But once he is a little older, she's also going to join Andrew on the team. And one day they will be leading this. They will be casting the vision. They will be doing this. They will be leading our church forward into this next decade. And I just want to honour Jack and Ree because all the designs, everything that you see, they have done in preparation for today. And it's been really wonderful. And... Uh, the gift that you're all going to receive in a little while, um, they have also prepared that. As su supported, of course, by the senior leadership. We really appreciate all that you have done and everyone who's been a part of um, you know, preparing the lunch for today, Claire and your team, and, and getting ready for today. It's a big thing, and we want to say thank you to everybody who's been involved. Thank you. Now, this is an area I really believe, the next area is discipleship. I really believe God is calling us to a new day in this area. And it's probably an area, if I would look back, you know, you reflect and you evaluate and say, what have you done well? What have you not done well? I think this is an area that we need to become stronger in. And God is definitely calling us to discover, to help people discover and develop and nurture their gifts. And I believe that often that is through one-on-one um, -on -one relationships but it's also through programs at all stages of the faith journey. For those exploring faith, we have Alpha, and that's been incredibly, such a significant part of discipling people in our church. And if, you, if I put, well, let's say, hands up those who've done Alpha in this church and have been impacted by the ministry of Alpha. There's people right across this church that have. But I believe there's a new day for Alpha. And I believe what God is saying is that we need to be committed to invite people. Not just to invite people to Alpha, but to say, I'm going to come with you. I'm going to come with you as a friend and do this journey with you. Because I believe people, when people feel supported as friends and come along, they're going to feel much more confident very quickly. They, 
they hear and know about the love of Jesus and embrace it. So for, for Alpha, we will continue Alpha, but let's all take this responsibility. It's an opportunity to invite people who don't know Jesus or maybe on the fringes of knowing him. They come along and they're a part of it, sit together and join with them in the process. I believe that God is saying to find new ways to reach and encourage and support those new in the faith. What does a new day look like for us as a church in supporting those people? Or for those who are stuck or struggling in their faith, what does a new day look like to support them, to disciple them, to come alongside of them? And what about particular areas of responsibility we have like husbands and wives or parents. I believe God is saying it is time to commit to running programs or courses that will help us be better in our marriage, be, understand more how to parent children, to raise them to love God. Now this may mean in this new day you attending one of these courses or it may mean you saying, I'm putting up my hand, Pam, I'm willing to lead one of these courses. You have, there's material to support you, it, but it's a new day and we need to have these operating. We're going to get them off the ground in, in a few weeks and we're going to commit to this. We've talked about this before. We've done one or two, but that's in the whole of 20 years. It's time for every year. And I believe that's a new day that God is calling us to. What about mission? We are part of the Salvation Army and um, the mission in Australia is this. Wherever there is hardship or injustice, Salvos will live, love and fight alongside one another to transform Australia one life at a time with the love of Jesus. This is the vision of the National Australian Salvation Army. But isn't it our vision too? Isn't that exactly what God wants us to do? And we've been fulfilling this through street safe, through emergency services, through uh, providing individual physical needs for food and financial support. And we're going to continue to do this. But look, let's pray. Let's ask God, how can we reach these people? How can we connect with them? How can we help them so that they can break through to a new day in their lives? People who are suffering injustice and hardship. And there's many people and we need to look out for them and we need to find, we need to see how we can reach them and love them with the love of Jesus. That is going to change their lives forever. What about our church building? We've talked about this over the years for a long time. We've been praying and waiting for a physical church building for many years. In recent years, land was purchased at North Lakes Cameron Park and we really believe that God wants to build a centre there where a church is not just a once a week gathering but a 24-7 home. However, at the moment, as much as we want it, and while there's been some progress on this, there was even something put in the paper about it happening and none of us knew that that was going in the paper, there are no definite plans that have been launched as yet. So what does a new day look like for North Lakes if we don't have a definite way forward for a physical building? When the very first church was birthed, they didn't have a physical building. Yet hundreds were added to the church every day. They met in their homes and shared the apostles' teaching and prayer and communion and fellowship. And I believe that a new day for us, North Lakes, is that we need to break through the mindset that a church can only grow if there is a building. 
This doesn't mean that God is not going to give us a building, but he wants us to trust him that he will grow his church with or without a building. He does this not by physical might or power or by physical buildings, but by his spirit. Are you ready for this, ne- next, for this new day, allowing him to build his church as he wants? Am I ready for that? I believe God is saying to us, Northies, a new day for you is not merely inviting people to an event in a building, but being more and more generous towards people so they will not be able to resist this expression of God's love. Jesus spent time with people in their homes. He didn't, he didn't have a church building. There was the synagogue, but that where he spent his time with people was in their homes. So Northies, invite people into your homes. Share Jesus with them because when they experience the love of Jesus personally, they will not be able to resist it. We haven't. We haven't been able to resist it. And so when they know him, they will not be able to resist him either. Let's not rely on a building to build our church, but allow the Spirit of God to do what only he can do. After all, he has promised, from day one he promised us, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not stand against it. That's the promise for this church, his church and the church of Newcastle and our nation and the world. So a new day means stepping out of our comfort zones and stepping into loving relationships with people so they want what we have. Evangelism is not a program to follow, but a relationship to build. It's time for a new day, a new way of thinking. A church impacts its community through the lives of its members. Every one of us is in a network of relationships, our family, our friends, our colleagues, our neighbours, and every one of them needs the good news of Jesus. The best way for them to hear this good news is for them to experience it through loving relationships. North Lakes was started on the basis of the Salvation Army's founder, William Booth's vision. Vision, it's called a vision for the lost. You may want to look it up online. It's very long and I'm not going to read it today. It would take too long. But I'm just going to briefly summarise it. In this vision, he sees a picture. William Booth had this vision in the night. He saw a picture of a raging storm with a huge rock rising up out of the wild waves. And in the water, people are drowning. Jesus is there rescuing people and as he rescues them he helps them to safety onto a platform at the base of the rock. Some people then turn around and try to help others to help Jesus in his rescue mission. Others get together and work out plans as to how to reach those far out in the depth of the raging sea. But most are happy that they are safe and they get on with their lives. Even although These drowning people are right in their view. The vision is a challenge not to be complacent or ignore the fact that people are in danger of an eternity without God. What are we doing about it? As we launch a new day, God is not calling us to abandon this vision but to find new ways to rescue those who are in such danger. 
He is first calling us to do this relationally, you know, like those close to the edge to reach out as part of our everyday lives, not as an addition, not as a burden, but as an inclusion in what we're doing, inviting people to be part of our lives. But he's also calling us to strategize together, to go out deeper for those who are far from safety. After all, North Lakes, who does not want to see people rescued to a life that offers them eternity, beginning now? One of my favourite subjects in the Bible is the concept of newness. If you know me well, you know that I dislike the night. I don't go to bed very much because I don't really like the night. And I love, I love a new day. I love when the sun comes up. But the fact is, I think that there are few things more hopeful in the Bible than what it means to be new. So to encourage us in this, I'm going to invite the host team to gift you today with a calendar. On this calendar, there is a verse each month that will bring you hope and remind you that we can have a new day every day. As this gift is given to you, I want you to look through it and read some of the verses. Newness in the Bible is so different than newness in our world. But the Bible offers a newness that changes a person from the inside out. A newness that is transformational and total. Jesus brings a new kind of new. This is a move of God and you do not want to miss out on it. As Beck sings, I want you to receive the gift that we're giving. Look through it. Meditate on some of those verses. Then as you are ready, stand to declare that you are ready for the move of God. If you can, join in and sing and declare that we are here for God. We are here and saying, God, come and do what you do. Because we want to move. Do you want, to, do you want a move of God that brings a new day? Church? Amen. Then let's receive these gifts and meditate on this. And then as you want to, as you would want to stand and declare that this is your prayer.